Thanks for tuning in to Mike's Yoga Podcast. Over the past year and a half, I've been running yoga classes over Zoom to a live group. These are hour-long sessions, and the podcast from now on will mainly be recordings of those sessions. So to join live, go to mikesyogapodcast.com and click on the link. Simple. If you have any health issues or injuries, it's better to join a live class than use recording. So do join in if you can. I'm releasing video sessions periodically on my YouTube channel, so give those a go as well. Just search for Mike's Yoga Podcast on YouTube. Because these sessions are recorded live on Zoom, the audio quality isn't always as brilliant as normal. But I hope you still love participating in these podcasts. If you have a bad back, you should practice caution in forward bending, avoiding coming forward too far. You can bring your hands onto a wall or a windowsill in Uttanasana to prevent overworking a sensitive back. Nonetheless, you can still benefit from forward bends, even if you keep your torso at a right angle to the floor. Just a quick reminder that you should be in good health. That doesn't mean you need to be flexible. That comes with good time. Consult your doctor before you practice if you have any health concerns. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd love it if you gave me a review and a star score. Thanks. For more info and to join in for live online classes, go to mikesyoungpodcast.com. Have a great session. So sit yourself on your lift and then just come into cross leg position. Hold onto your knees and then lift and open the chest. Draw your shoulders down away from your ears. Just look down at the floor. Look at something that's not moving so that your eyes become still in the sockets. Take some deep inhalations from the bottom of the lungs to the top of the lungs and deep exhalations from the top of the lungs to the bottom of the lungs. Observing that you inhale evenly into both lungs and evenly out of both lungs. Soften your jaw, soften your tongue. Listen to the sound of the breath as it enters and as it exits. Soften the jaw, the tongue and the throat. release your knees bring your hands into namaste press the palms firmly together lengthen from your armpits into your elbows from your elbows into the heels of the hands and then from the heels of the hands up into the fingertips 
and then very gently allow your eyes to close. So continue to draw the breath into the lungs, fill in the bottom of the lungs to the top, breathing evenly into both lungs and evenly out of both lungs from the top to the bottom. Observe the level of effort you're putting into each individual facet of the pose. Is there consciousness in the legs? Are you extending from the hips into the knees, into the heels, into the toes? Are you extending from the hips into the abdomen, the diaphragm, the collarbone, the shoulders, drawing the shoulders down, lengthening from the shoulders into the elbows, into the heels of the hands, into the fingertips, from the shoulders into the neck and into the head. Just observe the level of effort you are exerting around each body part. Never going for the 100% maximum. Just aiming for 90%. You ease the foot off the gas a little, not too much. So that you can extend further. If you go to 100%, it stops you from extending further. Draw your chin down to meet your chest. Just spend a moment to seek to generate a genuine heartfelt sense of gratitude for something or someone or somewhere. Hold on to that feeling of abundance in the heart area and then release. Bring the backs of your hands down towards your knees, palms facing upwards. And then as you raise your head, allow your eyes to softly open and the focus to softly come back. Just hold on to your knees, lift and Open the chest, drive the spine upwards. Take a good deep inhalation in through the nose. And then turn 
to the right side. As you turn, extend upwards before you turn. Extend upwards to 90%. So ease off a little in your maximum. Turn the abdomen, turn the spine, turn the shoulders, keeping the neck soft, using the out breath to intensify the turn. So pranic breath in the lungs, filling the lungs from the bottom to the top, emptying the lungs from the top to the bottom. And then come back to the center. Take a deep inhalation and then turn to the right. Sometimes it's hard to know where is your maximum. Have you hit your maximum? So it's good to kind of just move into that kind of area of maximum effort. And then take the throttle off just a tiny bit just so that you're not working at hell for leather. You're easing yourself into the pose. Because overworking becomes a grip. And a grip is the opposite of extension. If you grip, then there's no way you can extend. Come back to the center. Just stretch out your legs. Get a get a um, belt if you can reach one. Have your feet hip width apart. So just um, come off the end of your um, cushion. So you so that the um, cushion isn't kind of trapping the tops of the thighs. So just make sure that the tops of the thighs are free of the cushion. And then try and rotate the tops of the thighs kind of from the inside out. So the backs of the thighs kind of roll kind of from the big toe side to the little toe side. So the tops of the legs, Tadasana wise, they turn inwards. Throw the belt around the feet. And then push your feet into the belt, pull the belt. Now I want you to just have a little experiment. Just do it to your total maximum. So grip with the hands, really push, really extend upwards. And then release. So maximum probably doesn't feel very good for starters, but everything becomes really tense the muscles really tense and the um and your extension kind of just you know you extend of course because you're extending you're trying to extend but then you really put a full stop on it so now just ease yourself into the extension think about easing from the hips into the heels pressing the fronts of the legs into the floor turning the front fronts of the legs inwards pressing the front of the knee through to the back of the knee lifting from the hips up into the chest 
keeping the shoulders away from your ears, lengthening the neck into the head. So just easing yourself in, working at 90%. If you're not sure where 90% is, then go to your maximum and then ease off. And then at 90%, the body is softer. But we can extend more deeply. We can move to 95 and then hold at 95. And then the body gets used to 95. And 95 becomes 90. Not that you ease off, but the body just gets used to 95. So it becomes the new 90. So just observe around the body, observe the legs, observe the chest, observe the arms, observe the neck and the head and the breath and your attention. Is the entire body engaged in the pose? Is the skin engaged in the pose? There's no problems with your back, then just come forwards a little. So readdressing the legs, readdressing the chest, working at 95. I want to break in song now, not nine to five, nine working at 90 working into 95 if you can find the feet then do just keep in that total focus maybe as you come forward you start to feel like you're leaning one way rather than the other so just observe that action and then activate into the opposite side of the body so that you're bringing more levelness we're not coming all the way down we're just coming forwards just to ease out the legs and the hips and the chest and then come back to the center just come into badakanasana so the soles of the feet are together Hold on to the shins and then lift up into the chest. If you can hold on to the big toe, then do. But because we're sitting on a lift still, sometimes I find personally that holding on to the big toes really makes me kind of drop here. And we want to lift here. So holding on to the shins or even getting hold of the belt, sliding the belt underneath the little toe side of the foot and then just holding somewhere so that you've got enough. So you've got plenty of grip on plenty of hold on the hands, not grip, and then you can lift up into the chest. So feel that you are radiating out from the pelvis into the legs, into the feet, into the chest, into the shoulders, into the arms, into the head, into the neck. Breathe from the bottom of the lungs to the top of the lungs. And vice versa with the out breath.
Okay, and then just release the belt, release the legs, and then sit back on your heels for a moment. So we're taking our time with our limbering poses. Just allow yourself to just yield to the sensations of the limbering poses. Wriggle into your heels. See if you can activate the shins by pushing the shin bone into the shin skin so that the thighs come to life. So that you can lengthen from the hips up into the shoulders. And then come forwards, hinging at the hips. Keeping the seat bones down on the heels. Keeping the front chest lifted, working to 90%. Breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Finding your level of effort. Go to 100% to do everything. But then that will exhaust you easily. So ease off. Find your 90. And extend more deeply. Breathe evenly. Come up onto your knees, have your little fingers on the edge of the mat, stretch the thumbs towards each other, turn your palms, so turn your toes under and then come up into dog down. Keep the knees bent initially so that you can scoop the seat bones and the tailbone up towards the ceiling so that you can draw the shoulder blades in towards the spine. And then straighten your legs. Turn the fronts of the thighs inwards. Draw the heels apart. Just work at 90% so that you feel like there's lightness within, not gripping. Press the neck of the big toe into the floor. Turn your heels outwards. Turn the fronts of the thighs inwards. Breathe from the bottom of the lungs to the top of the lungs. From the top of the lungs to the bottom of the lungs with the out breath. observe how your hands make contact with the floor is it all heel of hand and no palms press the palms deeply into the floor and the shoulders will relax will um, react i'm holding you too long in the pose then rest down in adam mukha but if you can stay and maintain at 90% then do. Move 90 into 95 and stay. And then step your feet forwards 
just come up into a standing position and then get a couple of blocks for your hands. Have your feet as wide apart as your mat for half Uttanasana. So line the edge of your feet, the outside edge of your feet with the edge of the mat so that the toes, the big toes are turning inwards. The heels are more wide than the toes. Stamp the big toe into the floor, spread the toes deeply. Have your hands on your hips and then lift up into the chest. Draw the kneecaps through to the back of the knee. Turn the fronts of the thighs inwards. So that gives you space in your hips. Lift the inner knees up. We'll push them apart initially. So push the inner knees away from each other and then lift the inner knees up towards the groin so that the insteps lift. Raise your arms up. Have your arms wide so that you can really lift and open your chest. All the time working at your 90. Never lower, never higher, just finding that level of effortless effort. Hinging at the hips and then find the blocks underneath your shoulders, beyond fingertips on the blocks. So we'll take, we're taking our time with our limbering poses rather than rushing through them. We never really rush through them in fairness, but we're taking our time. Draw the back, front of the knee through to the back of the knee. Turn the fronts of the thighs inwards consciously and then feel that the backs of the thighs broaden outwards and then you can lift the seat bones away from the heels. Project the, cheek, uh, the chest forward, be right on the fingertips. Breathe in from the bottom of the lungs to the top. If you can go down a little lower, then do. Just observe how as you come into the pose lower, how you have to adjust, how you have to readdress the hips. If you come down to the floor, then do, but not at the expense of this, of kind of bending the knees and rounding the back. We're keeping the legs straight. We're extending the spine away. So you've got to really turn the fronts of the thighs in, pick the seat bones up, draw the front rim of the pelvis into the top of the thighs, and then extend the chin and the chest away. Send the abdomen away from the legs, the diaphragm away from the legs, the collarbone and the chin away from the legs. If you can go down lower, then bend your elbows out to the side, grab around the outsides of your heels. And then draw your body in to the gap between your legs. Breathe evenly and deeply listening to the sound of the breath. So this idea that we work at 
rather than a hundred. It really should give us some food for thought about the way that we operate our working lives. So many of us are constantly running on empty and it's real and we find it that as soon as we start giving a hundred percent that just becomes expected and actually that 100 percent of expectation just becomes 50 percent, and then they want more and more and more so there's value in our own efforts to maintain and hold on to our energy so just think about just easing off not to become negligent and to become um, kind of bad at our jobs but just to work to maintain our energy work at 90 and there's always more that you can do for 90 but always pulling away from 100 we hear on x-factor auditions that people give a million percent of course a million isn't possible a million percent isn't actually physically possible when 100 is the maximum but you know you let them off they're just keen bring your hands underneath your shoulders if you're holding onto your heels and then lengthen into the spine let's come back into half uttanasana and then walk your hands forwards just come back bringing the hands shoulder width apart and then bring the feet hip width apart and then come back into dog down how does your dog down feel now that you have been in uttanasana Does it feel even on both sides? Spend some time observing the feeling of the pose. Take the back of your neck, be soft, let your head hang down, but just keep your focus and attention on the sensations of the pose. Often we listen more to the areas that are screaming for attention if we can work beyond those then those areas of discomfort alleviate a little okay come down onto your knees just sit back on your heels for a moment and then just spend a moment just observing your energy just lifting the chest observing how perhaps there is lightness on the inside the energy that you have released through your practice and then bring your hands behind you underneath your shoulders so don't stretch the hands too far away to have the hands underneath your shoulders fingers pointing towards the front of the room towards the knees 
and then just lift the seat bones very slightly and turn the tailbone inward so that the buttock flesh kind of slides down towards the heels. Press the palms into the floor really deeply, spread the fingers and then lift from the wrists up into the armpits. So wrists to the elbows to the armpits so that you really lift out of the hands up into the arms. And then push your knees into the floor, turn the tailbone in, lengthen the tailbone up towards the ceiling and then lift up. If there's no problem with your neck, draw your chin away from the chest. Find your 90 and you'll find lightness. It's when we work at 100 that we get tired. So see if you can just find your 90. Keeping the breath soft. Okay, come down onto the seat bones and then just come back forwards. Just sitting back on your heels and just feeling the energy in your arms. Lightness in the arms, the lightness in the chest. feeling of positive energy flowing through the body. So come on to all fours. So we're going to go into Rajaka Patasana. So in Rajaka Patasana, maybe if there's um, some hip problems, this can feel quite strong. So if you've got, so um, Claire, for your hip, when you come into Rajaka Patasana, I'll talk you through it in a minute, but you might want either a bolster or a block. Just sit, you, you, know, you might not want to kind of go all the way down. So you might want to, rather than kind of come all the way down there, you might want to sit on a block like this. And then maybe you might even want to put a block underneath the back of the other thigh, just so that you're kind of easing into the pose a little bit. So just have some blocks handy and just see if you can just, if that will kind of ease out your hip. So just come back onto all fours and then lift out of the hands into the armpits and the knees into the hips. Just find that physical lightness. And then draw your right knee to make contact with your right wrist and then bring the right foot over to the side so that your heel is sitting underneath the left thigh. We want that to come underneath the left hip when we come into the pose. And then lengthen the left leg away, come up onto the fingertips and then lift up into the chest. So you can always, if it's uncomfortable on that hip, Claire, you can always put that block underneath the thigh, underneath the bent leg hip and then lift up into the chest. Again, find your 90. Because 90 gives us possibility to extend further. And so that we end, end up, if we continually go from 90 to 95, finding that new 90, we, we extend 
almost infinitely as opposed to putting a full stop on the extension. And come down onto your elbows. Just rest down onto your elbows. Have a little wriggle in the hips. So it's a good hip opener. And then you can even create a couple of fists for your hands and then rest your head down on the on the hands. If, if you can't do that, then you either stay up on your elbows or you can put a block underneath your head or two blocks. Just pile them up so that you've got a position that is stable. So this is where we introduce a little yin. So we let go of extension and let gravity do the work. But by letting go of the extension, hopefully you still feel that glow of energy that you have ignited through the conscious extensions. So the bones feel lighter. The blood is pulsing around the body with oxygenated blood. Continue to fill the lungs from the bottom to the top. Emptying the lungs from the top to the bottom. your head just come back bring your hands back onto the floor just come up into the first stage of Jacobatasana lengthening into the toes and then bring the palms of the hands down you can just come out of Jacobatasana as normal so just bringing that back leg um, so you're back onto all fours or it's quite nice sometimes to come into dog down from here so turn the toes under that left foot and then bring yourself up into dog down. If that's too much for you, then just come, just bring the leg back down so that you're on all fours again. And just observe the feeling. Just observe the difference in the two legs. 
Breathe evenly. Fill in the lungs from the bottom to the top. Emptying the lungs from the top to the bottom. And from here, we can go into the other side. So you can either go down onto your knees first, or you can, from dog down, bring that, bend the knees, bring that right knee, sorry, the left knee, sorry, bring the left knee to make contact with the left wrist, bring the left foot underneath the right leg so that the heel is going to sit underneath the right thigh, and then come back up into dog down again just giving yourself whatever support you need underneath that hip lifting up into the chest extending from the hip into the heel lifting up stretching up finding your 90 moving into 95 come down onto the elbows so a little wriggle in the hips and then create a couple of fists for your hands but do it the other way around than what you did last time so the unnatural way around for your hands and then rest down or use blocks or just stay on elbows and then again let go Feel the lightness of your limbs, the lightness flowing through the bones, through the muscle, through the flesh, through the skin, especially of the legs. Let the physical exertion minimize completely. Let gravity do the work. So get an intense stretch at the back of the thigh. The hamstring region, the gluteus muscle. It's a good stretch because these are areas that rarely get the type of stretch that we're getting now. We can release trapped energy. and then lift your head just come up into the first stage of the pose be right up on the fingertips lift up into the chest just a really good 90 percent extension moving into 95 
then release, bring the palms of the hands down, turn your toes under that back foot, walk the back foot in slightly, and then either go back onto all fours or come back up into dog down. And then just feel the difference in your dog down. So we've been in dog down several times this morning. So every time perhaps it feels a little different. Maybe there's a sense of opening around the hips. If you can work to your 90, maybe there is a sense of lightness within. Can you find that level of effortless effort? Okay, just gently come down onto your knees, sit back on your heels for a moment, and then just spend a little moment just observing your energy, observing the lightness within the light energy that we have brought into the physical body. And then just come down onto your back for a moment. Just come into Supta Baddha for a moment. You can always use blocks underneath your thighs if you've, if you've got stiff hips. But just push your heels firmly together, lengthen from the heels into the shins, into the knees, into the hips. Lengthen from the hips down into the knees, into the toes. Lengthen from the hips into the abdomen. Broadening the abdomen so that the abdominal walls come down onto the floor. Lift from the abdomen into the chest. Just have your hands on your lower ribs, just breathing evenly. And you lengthen from the inner groin into the inner knee, from the inner heel into the inner knee, and then the inner knee around to the outer knee. The outer knee into the inner, sorry, into the outer thigh, into the outer heel. releasing in the hips using supports if you need them and then draw your knees together have your knees together your feet apart for a moment Just breathing from the bottom of the lungs to the top from the top of the lungs to the bottom. 
and then draw your knees in towards your chest. We're going to go up into Setu Banda. If you're not going to do Setu Banda today, then you can just hold onto the edges of the mat and raise your legs up to the ceiling, or you can go back into Setu um, Saptabadakanasana, the pose that we've just been in. Otherwise, you're just going to come down onto, uh, pull your feet towards you, lift the seat bones up off the floor, have a brick that you can reach, and then come right up onto the tops of the shoulders, right onto the tops of the shoulders. And then you lower yourself down the sacrum spine, down onto the, onto the brick. So the sacrum is right at the bottom of the spine, just above the tailbone. So it's the bottom of the spine is just down on the, so around the buttock region, onto the block. And then hold onto the block, hold onto the, sorry, not hold onto the block, Hold on to the edges of the mat. Keep coming onto the tops of the shoulders so you really lift and open the chest. And then just see, can you straighten one leg, bring it back, straighten the other. Does that feel okay in your back? If it doesn't, then keep your legs bent. If it feels okay in your back, just stretch your legs away. Just breathing evenly, deeply listening to the sound of the breath. So it broadens the fronts of the hips. It broadens the abdominal region. This is really good for digestion. Just breathe from the bottom of the lungs to the top of the lungs, but you can't ignore the rising and the falling of the abdomen. So draw perhaps the breath into the abdomen. The samanic breath, the abdominal breath, brings real consciousness to your energy. Again, just keeping your effort at 90. So we extend into the pose. We maintain the position on the tops of the shoulders. We lengthen the legs if, we're, if the legs are straight, or we lengthen from the hip into the knee, into the heel, into the foot, if the legs are bent. So this week we've been working mainly, apart from yesterday, with floor work, just avoiding, or not really avoiding, just not doing standing poses, just working on the floor. It gives you a groundedness to your practice, but obviously standing poses are great for opening and lifting your energy, but we've just been working slightly differently this week. Okay, bend your knees, bring your feet 
as close to the block as you can and then come up onto the tiptoes if you need to and then lift the seat bones up off the block remove the block out to the side adjust your shoulders as you come down and then draw your seat bones down onto the floor and then pull your knees in towards your chest just give yourself a gentle massage on the spine just easing out any tension on the back so drawing your knees closer to your chest really works in the lumbar and then if you draw your knees away from your chest you really feel that you kind of massage the bottom of the spine the sacrum and the tailbone region so just find the sweet spot for you where you need to kind of stretch out to kind of ease out any tension in the back so again it's that consciousness it's that being present in the pose just observing the pose and then bring the knees down and then just roll onto your right side sit yourself up and then get a folded blanket for your head just make sure that it's kind of well folded put something warm on it like a pair of socks if you think that you're going to be cold just move your equipment out of the way so that you can stretch out without being kind of constricted and then just guide yourself down along the center of the mat and then let your arms rest on the floor palms facing upwards let the the feet fall apart and then just allow the body to release into the floor if you're wearing glasses it's nice to take them off just to soften the face Close your eyes and then release into the floor, letting go of the muscles of the arms. Unhooking the muscles of the arms. So the arms become heavy. Unhooking the muscles of the legs. So the legs become heavy. Allowing yourself to become heavy on the floor helps to differentiate the physical body from the energetic body, which starts as soon as you let go of the physical body, you'll feel your energetic body rising up to the top of the skin, to the upper facing skin. Maybe it's in a couple of areas of the body rather than the whole body. So use your in-breath and your out-breath to distribute that feeling of energetic lightness evenly throughout the body, down into the tips of the toes, the tips of the fingers, into the top of the head.
basking in that feeling of energetic lightness. When you're ready to disturb yourself, just wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers. And then bend your knees in towards your chest. Just draw your knees in towards your chest. Just have a little rock from side to side, from top to bottom. Just a gentle massage on your spine. And then very gently roll over onto your right side. Just stay down for a breath or two. And then straighten out the top leg. Come back up into a seated position. And then come into cross legs with your hands in the masti. Just a final spinal lift. Just feel the lightness on the inside. Draw your breath in through your nose, down into the abdomen. Be conscious of the energy that you have released through your practice. That good, positive, healthy, healthy flow of clean energy that the extensions, the forward bend, the twists, the Recline imposes the inversions that back bends bring to the body and to the mind. And then draw your chin down to meet your chest. Just spend a moment to acknowledge the positive energy you have created inside. And then send some of that positive energy out into the world. And then release the backs of your hands down towards your knees, palms facing upwards. And as you raise your head, allow your eyes to softly open and the focus to softly come back. Just hold onto your knees briefly, just lift and open the chest and then gently turn to the right. Just nice and gently, nice and soft. And then come back to the centre and then turn to the left. And then come back to the centre, just come back into cross legs. And thank you very much.
Thank you for joining me. So hopefully you feel as though you've really lengthened out the body, giving yourself lots of good positive energy to put into your day. So thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for joining in. Remember, please give me a star rating on Apple Podcasts and join in for live classes if you can at mikesyogapodcast.com or subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search for mikesyogapodcast.com on YouTube. Thank you very much. Have a great day.